0: Welcome to the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And I have a super, super special guest in the building. This is a very special interview for all my listeners out there. We have the lovely Margina Carter. How you doing today?
1: I'm doing all right and thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh yeah. I, I am I am so, so grateful for you taking time out of your super busy schedule to hang out with us for a little while and give us some of that knowledge that you got up there.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm here to spread the psychotherapy well, especially with the times and all the stuff going on. Uh, I'm here to spread mental health
0: education. Wow. You know, um, it's such an amazing um, thing that you do. Like, I'm just sitting here and I've been analyzing everything and just studying everything and you wear many hats.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Wow. I wear quite a bit. Yes, I do. How do you... How do you balance it all? Like, well, Before we get into how you balance it all, I want to go back a little bit, if you don't mind. Um, I'd like to go back to what actually um, inspired you to actually go into the field and have such a passion for it.
1: Well, it started very young. I've always been a therapist. I was a therapist before I knew it was called therapy. But it started. I want to say I might have been about seven or eight. I have both an aunt and uncle with schizophrenia, and I remember as a kid, my aunt she would come to the house on outings. Um, she lives in an assisted living. They call it's also called boarding cares where. Essentially, people who struggle with severe mental illness they're unable to care for themselves so they have like um they have their own rooms and own apartments, but they share kind of like a community and then there's still, like always doctors on staff who can dispense beds and stuff like that. She would come home over for. A weekend outing and I would sit by the door and listen to her respond to voices. So voices are auditory hallucinations, which is a symptom of schizophrenia. And I just always thought, well, was she talking to? And it would, you know, depending on the voice, she would either scream or act out or she would laugh. And that is what interests me. I wanted to know who she was talking to and what were they saying? Because I couldn't hear it. And there was no one there. And as I got older, I began to understand that she had a mental illness. And that is what pushed me into therapy, into really being fascinated um, by the different things in our mind and how our mind can cause us to see things, feel things, hear things that are not there. And that is really what pushed me into this field.
0: Wow. Wow, that is amazing. So you... um. Man, that is something. So you 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 went to school and um you got your degree and then went back yeah. and got your masters and you, you were you doing social work um prior or
1: So before I got into doing like as a therapist as like an actual profession I worked for many years in lockdown psychiatric facility. So I would do essentially in a psychiatric facility, they they call it a um, medical social worker, but you can either be licensed as a social worker as your discipline, or you can be licensed as a marriage and family therapist. So I was a marriage and family therapist, but in, when you work in lockdown psychiatric facilities, essentially you're not doing very much therapy because it develops there there's a severe developmental delays when it comes along with schizophrenia and having bipolar. So essentially, you're doing um, things like bathing, helping you know helping them to understand how to bathe themselves, really um, survival techniques, right. and coordinating of care. So speaking with power of attorney, speaking with other facilities, speaking with nurses. And that is essentially what I did before I became licensed and went into private practice. Once I went into private practice, I left the lockdown psychiatric facilities and the um, inpatient units to transition into private practice.
0: Wow. So let me ask you this. Um, Was it better? Was was it any more different with... um, Having your private practice, did did that allow you to have more freedom to be able to kind of orchestrate and do things the way that you want to do it in a more passionate way without with, with being in more control?
1: Well, I would tell you truthfully, my real passion is with the people who have severe mental illness. So your folks that get the your folks that have bipolar. Um, those who are severely depressed, where they're hearing voices. That is my deepest passion. But with that population, you're not really doing therapy. Right. Because it, because there is such a delay from the disease that really you're just helping them manage to be able to manage their voices, educating on um, medication management. And so the reason I went into private practice because I want to be able to do therapy. And and essentially you, you get, when in private practice people choose to come or if they're court mandated, but essentially they are healthy enough to where they're to a certain capacity, living more of a normal life right. and they're not in lockdown. And that is the reason why, because for me it was about advancing myself as a therapist and also being stimulated and educated. You cannot provide one-on-one therapy so much with someone who is actively psychotic. If they're hearing voices, then it overshadows your treatment.
0: Ah, uh, I got you. I got you. Now, I got, I got a question um, that I got in from um, an email from a, a fan of yours. Um, they wanted to know if, if you done any work um in the child support um cases
1: yes yes i have i've done quite a bit of work when it comes to child support pcss um helping you know children decide whether they want to live with mom or dad when it comes to divorce and mediation so yes i have
0: wow that that's amazing now i have a um i have i have a question um concerning something in that, in that realm. Um, do you feel like, um, because I'm, I'm not, a am not against child support at all. I think that, that it's a great thing, but do you, do you feel that, um, initially that the way that the structure is, do you think that how can I put this um do 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 you feel like the initial structure of the child support cases the structure is is the way that it should be in a fair way and and for example I'm 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 getting at like okay a couple is in a relationship and um that relationship dissolves after 5 or 6 years and then um that person goes and files for child support and then um the person the the father or whatever gets a letter and or whatever to come to court or whatever um do you think that it's fair to um to have the situation retro all the way back to when the child is born
1: no 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 and and i don't think that they do that um unless unless there is something in which maybe the person who is filing is not telling the truth but no what essentially how that happens is it's really based on the need of the child and the family and the So sometimes it's based on how the child has been living that standard of living prior to the individual, prior to the parent separation. And I think that child support is very much so a good thing when it's used in the proper manner. There are some times where there are a lot of issues and conflict in between parents and child support can be used as a weapon. Mm -hmm. But I've also found where there are some parents who don't want to be involved and they, they have no problem with just paying a certain amount so that they can stay removed. And uh-huh. so I really think that if you can get to mature adults, then they can fit first. I think once it's gotten a child support, it's kind of already gotten a little bit far. Right. Because it, it because if we're mature healthy adults and we're moving in a fashion that is best for our child, then we don't need to do child support. Because essentially if child support is in place the child is lacking in some area. Most often, the parents will work out an agreement. You pay for this. I pay for this. You get this holiday. I get this holiday. What happens is child support usually comes into play when there's discord there. Uh And so, essentially, the difficult part is it's never really, um, and I don't want to say never, but oftentimes it is used in a way where it where these people have already had issues. And so we already have issues. How can you really expect for another third party who has to come in because there's some issue for it to help? Oftentimes when child support has been in place, it's because parties are not agreeing. Someone is not doing what they should be doing, and they're not putting the child first. I have seen it used as a weapon. Um, And in the end, I think essentially when child support is put in a place, the child essentially is lacking. If a mother has to put, or a father has to put another parent on child support, that means essentially that the child actually gets less. They get less because child support goes by your income. So if you don't work, the child gets nothing.
0: Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that is so true. That is so true. You know, and um, I I, w- I was um, from what I was researching, I was looking at it. They they were talking about actually um, passing a law to um, remove the back pay situation because so many people were um filing about the abuse of the back pay because you can have um two people that's that were in a a, um a good place and you know they may have come to the decision that they wanted to separate or you know grew out of love or whatever the case may be and then um child support um comes into play and then um they give the mother the option to retro it back all the way back, right. and let's just say this this is the child is ten years old. Now you're coming into a situation where um, you're, you're paying normal child support, but you still have that ten year, ten year. They're going back ten years and piling all of that uh, retro, that back pay child support on you too. So now not only do you have um, normal child support, but you have the back pay as well. That's a lot of power.
1: 100%. And, and essentially, in the end, it just affects the children. It does. It just affects the children because if we are doing fine, we're in a loving, healthy relationship, I think that The child of course, start when things started going wrong. Right. So say, for example, that last year you weren't there. You were somewhere else. You right. weren't providing. Okay, let's back it up that day. Right. And usually parents, you know, and this is sad, but I, I always tell people to pre you're in healthy relationships. And it may seem like, well, why am I preparing myself just in case that? Because life happens. Right. And rel- when relationships end, people can get really vindictive and really treat. The other person as if it's an enemy, even though we share a child. So be smart about keeping bank receipts. Making sure that the things that you're buying, and this is and this is unfortunate. In a marriage or not, when when thing, when you're buying certain things, make sure you keep a paper trail. So when this comes up, and mom says, Okay, well I'm gonna back save 10 years, it's like but well, here here is what I have. I can show you years worth of return, tax returns, uh, itemized receipts where I have been carrying. And that's a fight that you can make in court. But if you have nothing, then it's your word against hers, And in the end, they believe that the child will benefit from back pain and, and more money than not. And they always will go in the best interest of the child right. it doesn't matter who it affects and this is all in the moment you've got to think about the people who are making the decision they're not therapists so they think about in the moment they don't think about okay well dad has back child support how much time can he spend with the child if he's working double triple in order to make that back pay Absolutely. is there now resentment he has towards the and it creates a bigger discord You gotta think about who's making those decisions. These are not, these are not therapists. So they don't think about the long-term psychological effects of someone who may put a father on back child support, even though he had been taking care of the child this long. And they also don't look at maybe where the mom was at. If she was upset, what was the discord? What was the reason she actually put him on child support? All of that stuff is not taken into play. It's very black and white. She files. This is it. And this is what happened. So people have to keep a paper trail in order to be able to justify that you have been
0: caring for your child. Wow, absolutely. Now touching on that, that is that is so true. Um why why do you think that um so many relationships um end up dissolving? Do you, do you think that um when when getting in a relationship, do you think that that person's past um is a it is vital to know that information or you think that 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 information shouldn't be put on the table?
1: It's very important to know. It's very important. If you're dating anyone people, Google, you need to Google, look up records. Look at past tweets, past Instagram posts, past Facebook. Look at people who are commenting. They will say Instagram is stalking. But let me tell you, you would be happy that you stalked versus getting in a relationship that's completely unhealthy. Absolutely. Because you didn't do your research. Relationships are like jobs. When you go to apply for a job, you're just not applying for any job. And, yeah, it's by word of mouth, but oftentimes we don't meet our partners by word of mouth. So how do we know that we're actually getting into a healthy relationship with a healthy person if we don't do our research because there's not you're not going to get a reference for your new partner you may get a reference for a job but even then people on linkedin they do the research they look at Glassdoor. they look at what are the comments that or what are the employers saying about these jobs and that's what you need to think about your relationship as a job this is a full-time job. Am I going to have to be a full-time employee in this, be a full-time partner in this relationship or well, only put in part-time work? You're going to get fired. Wow. You know? And so that's why it, it's important that you do your research because just like any employer, employers have history, people have history. And if you don't do your research, you'll get into a job that you hate. And if had I done the research, I would have never applied for this position same with the partner you would have never moved forward in this relationship had you knew their past we have to be able to understand that moving in a relationship is not just about love but it's also about past and about history because history can change and our love can change once we're in this relationship and we're past that honeymoon phase love is not enough to sustain us
0: absolutely wow Wow, I I I like I like I like how you metaphored that. That is, that is that that's nice. Wow, that is deep. You know, and and I want to ask you too, um, while we while while we're touching on this um, in this kind of area or whatever, um, if you don't mind, I would like to know um, your perspective on uh, or your thoughts on. The R Kelly situation. I know I see a lot of people talking about it. Everybody, you know, are having a lot of different feelings or whatever. But it's actually deeper than that. And I, I want to 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 get your deeper perspective on it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Any questions that you have? I think the thing that pe- people don't understand, it. right? And that is the biggest issue. They don't understand pedophilia and they associate this behavior more so with the person versus looking at it as a mental illness. Wow. And it is, it is a mental illness. It is what he, He's a pedophile. This is something that is in the DSM, a diagnostic manual um, for mental disorders. Same way you diagnose depression, same way you diagnose pedophilia. Wow. And, and I think that's the thing people, a lot of times people look at the individual's behavior versus taking the time to educate myself on why would they do something like this? Wow. Obviously this is not normal. This is not healthy. There has to be a mental health issue. And that's exactly that. He has a mental health disease and it's unfortunate.
0: Wow. That is deep because, you know, I, I watched, um, I watched some of the um, the little special that they had or whatever, and um, you know it, it 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 was real deep. And then um, what what stood out too was that um, he he was molested as a child by mm-hmm. by family by a family member. That's deep.
1: It's a cycle. It's a cycle. You know, people again, people don't understand psychological damages you just don't understand it and and a lot of times you will say I'm not going to ever be that person you're someone who saw your dad hit your mom I'm never going to be that person but you don't understand how you're in another relationship and you're doing the same thing that your dad did it is about a cycle because oftentimes when these things happen as kids it shapes our development and it shapes the way that we view things it literally shapes your brain Wow. Because it is the, it's a, it's, a, it's a form of development. So versus you developing as a healthy adult, you develop as an unhealthy adult. Someone who experienced sexual abuse as a child has a shorter lifespan than a, someone who did not. They have higher rates of cardiovascular diseases. Again, because it shapes your brain and your body and your development in an abnormal way. Wow. versus someone who did not. And the likelihood of you repeating the same thing that you went through is is great because, again, this is what you know. This is what I see as a child. Same way we pass on tradition, you know, during yeah. the holiday yeah. and, and for um, African-Americans. To, at New Year's, we're making our black IDs and our greens. That was tra- that was a tradition passed out. Same way sexual abuse is passed out. If it happened to me as a kid, I have a higher likelihood of repeating that as an adult.
0: Wow. Man, that is that's deep. You know, and and I was I was talking to um someone the other day about um past like you know, and 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 you just pretty much highlighted the whole thing. The past experiences and things that you experience and see as a child, it, it, it can subconsciously um, shape you in that way to where, you know, you in, in your mind you might be saying, hey, well, I'm not going to be nothing like that. But it still becomes a part of you in some kind of way.
1: 100%, because that is what I know. Wow. If this is what I know and this is what I experience. Regardless if you tell me it's right or wrong, it is something that I experienced. How can it not shape me? Now you could be the one that becomes a survivor. Right. And it shapes you. Now I'm an advocate. Right? Now I speak up. I am the voice of victim. Or you become a perpetrator. You go one way or the other. Either you become the one who survived it and become a survivor and speaking up, use a platform to save other children or other people who went through what you went through, or you become a perpetrator and you repeat the cycle and you do to children what was done to you. Wow.
0: What, what is like the healing process to, to these illnesses? Like what, what, what's the start of, 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 of healing? It, it
1: depends on what disability you have or or what you know what mental illness you have for pedophilia there is really not much there's not much that you can do Once that is developed mm-hmm. this is it's an urge you cannot turn that off there is no there's there's really no treatment there and I and I explain this to people because I, I want for you to understand exactly what a pedophi a pedophilia is. Right. A pedophilia is a sexual dysfunction. Right? There are many types of pedophilia. Pedophilia is also fetishes. When people have fetish or SM, um, so sadomasochists, you know, all these different sort of fetishes that people experience, those are also pedophilias too. But the difference is they're with consenting adults. Wow. The pedophilia is when there's an adult attracted to a child um and then that is against the law so there are some pedophilias that there is no law because they're they're not against the law it's with consenting adults right there are some that are against the law so that's what i want people to understand that there is a difference between so when people say pedophile oh this person is a pedophile pedophilia is an umbrella there are different types of um, pedophilia so with that being said when it comes to urges, no matter what pedophilia it is, it cannot. It, it, that's like telling me if I'm attracted to this person, you're gonna tell me don't be attracted to them anymore. How wow. can I turn off my attraction?
2: Wow. How yeah. can I
1: turn that off? You cannot turn it off. The only thing that can possibly work, and again, this is it, 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 oftentimes it doesn't work. That's why people with pedophilia that are against the law like. Um, racists or those who are attracted to children register as sex offenders because there is no treatment. The only treatment that that can be something that can be put in place is what we call desensitization. And really that doesn't often work either. Really desensitization is conditioning of the mind. So what it is is you pair, so say for example, again with the attraction with children. If in, and, it, and oftentimes this happens in like some lab or something like that, and it'll put probes on uh, your brain or areas where you seek arousal. So you'll see a picture of a child, there'll be an arousal, and then it'll be quickly replaced with a picture of your child. Right. So hopefully what happens is by the desensitization, that what happens is once you see a child and you become aroused, that immediately you will you will think of your child and it would turn that arousal off. But again, how many children have been molested by their own parents? So that it really doesn't work. And that's why they require people to register. And that's why oftentimes people go to jail, because how can you turn off something that turns someone on? If those were a choice, there are a lot of people you know people who are the gay community lgbt community who would say i would rather if i could change this i would rather change this than be hated by so many it's not you cannot change that and unfortunately it's not a choice so that and that's the sad part it's not a choice but it affects and it harms people
0: now now let me ask you this being that you um you you brought that up that another question that I wanted to ask you wow this is really really good um do you think that because over the years um I'm starting to see I know in my era coming up I know that they had um people that, is it is it safe to say gay or is it another word
1: yeah gay is okay
0: okay um they had, you know, people that were, but it was more discreetly, um, it wasn't as open as it is now. Do you think that, and and, and I'm seeing more children um, being that way as well, but in my mind, I'm thinking like, I don't think a lot of them are like that. Do you think that it's some form of an agenda being pushed out there?
1: No. Um, People are born that way. I think the same. And I think that it's oftentimes important for us to think about homosexuality in the same way we think about heterosexuality. The only difference is who I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you think everyone in the world is attracted to everyone? You know, the same sex. So it's like, if if I, if, if, it, if, it, if we have a different attraction to different races, why wouldn't we have a different attraction to different genders? If we have an attraction to the same life, mm-hmm. why couldn't we have an attraction to the same gender? It is about attraction, and people are born that way. There is, and here's the thing, I think that you see more children because it's more so accepted and and family members or parents are allowing children to be who they are versus being quieted. Same way with women. Oftentimes before, women were in the background. They were not allowed to speak up. Same way children were in the background. Children were taught to be seen, not heard. But now you see a child who has a voice, right? Because it is something that is pushed to be normalized versus something that is considered a stigma. Oftentimes when you have certain things that people don't understand, then it's pushed as a plan versus something that we just ignored and we just kept quiet and we just hid. So it's not normal. Same with mental illness. For many years, no one would say that they had a depression. No one would talk about that. But now but now everyone's coming coming up forward I say, Well, mental illness just came along. No, it exists. But everyone is staying quiet about it. And again, when you talk about your level of attraction, we can we we can't is something you just can't turn off. You cannot turn that off and that is and we are born that way. Attraction we're born with. Now can it be shaped based you know, to a certain degree, sometimes based on media. Yeah, I think there's a certain thing called nature versus nurture, naturalism, and also media. But then that's when you find one who, right, has been in their marriage thirty years, but then on the down low, wow. is like has children, a wife, but sleeping with the man on the side. But they're not coming out. They're not saying anything. Right. Does that change it?
0: Wow. Wow. That's that. <laughs> that's that's deep. That's deep. So, so that, that's something that's, can be controlled, but not cured.
1: Right. And when I, and and when we say control, we want to, we want to use that word very loosely because it can be controlled in the eyes of others. But meanwhile, you're behind the scenes sleeping with men. Ah, right. 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 And remember before, before it came out where, um, the LGBTQ community was accepted. You found a lot of people on the down low. Why? Because it wasn't accepted. Absolutely. It was something that always oh, was a choice right but you had a choice to marry into your relationship marry your wife have children but because it was not considered a choice to be gay then you chose to do it in secrecy Mm -hmm. i think that it's very important for people to be who they're gonna be because if you are who you are then you hurt a lot less people in
0: the process wow okay okay (laughs) being put like that makes a lot more sense you're absolutely right
1: It's just about understanding so many people don't understand and when you don't understand is considered taboo and and, and it's considered abnormal, but is it abnormal because you don't understand? It's not, it's just that you don't know. Once you educate yourself, then what is considered abnormal is considered something that's the norm, right? Norm is about exposure and about education. And once we are educated and we're exposed to certain things, it becomes the norm. For Years before, there was not shooting in the schools; people were not shooting up grocery stores and churches. Right. But now it's the norm. Now instead of a fire drill, you have a you have a massacre drill.
0: Right. Right. All uh,
1: right. You know what I mean.
0: Right. Right. And, and and with that being said, do do you think that? The, the the people that, well, I mean, I'm, I'm more than sure, but I want confirmation. Um, do you think that these people that are actually um, committing these massacres or whatever, they most definitely have a mental illness, correct?
1: Some of them. Some of them. Some are just evil. Just because I'm, right, some are motivated by social contagion. Right? Mm. I see it on TV. They got famous. Look, look at uh, Ted Bundy and all these super massacres. Right. You know, um, genocide. Those people became famous. They're in our history book, Right? Absolutely. So I may, maybe I can't get famous by being a talk show host, but I can get famous by wiping out, you know, 50 people. That will go down in history, but sometimes it's about social contagion or sometimes it's motivated by internal hatred. So... Mm. I hate these people so much. I want to wipe them all out. And then sometimes it is by mental illness. And when it's done from a mental illness standpoint, then it is based on probably most likely these people are hearing voices. Mm-hmm. And so voices is auditory hallucination. So command. there A voice in their mind has told them to do something. But these acts can be committed in the same heinous way. Just And it could be... A, with quotations I'll say this a healthy person meaning I did this and I was conscious of it I knew what I was doing and I did it because I wanted to wipe someone out or I had a motive and a purpose versus I had a mental disability that has told me to do this because if I did this I'm going to save the world right you have to think about what the what is the purpose and the motive and why they did it that helps you to determine whether or not they had a mental illness hmm
0: Wow now, I want to ask you um to the difference um what what is it called uh children with um i i don't I don't want to say learning disabilities um no the th- they're they're. It's not learning disability. It's not a learning disability. It's um.
1: Developmental disabilities. Um. Attention deficit disorder.
0: No, 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 no. I, and and oh, it's right there. Um, they're special. But they like they're 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 smart. But they. You
1: talking about Asperger's? Yes. Like Savant? Yes. So autism and Asperger?
0: Uh, y- yes, 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 yes. Thank you.
1: Okay.
0: You saved my life. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well that's why I'm here. I'm here. Right. People people say I don't know what the word is. Let me give you some symptoms. Okay, that's what it is. Right. <laughs>
0: what do you, what 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 do you think um causes that?
1: So are you speaking of, because we call it the autism spectrum, but it's a spectrum. Oh. So you could be severely, um, it, it's, a, it's a delay. It is a developmental delay. Um, the main delay in autism spectrum disorders is in socialization. Yes. So you can be very much so delayed where you have no speech, no communication whatsoever. Or you could be a savant. So meaning that you have, um, again, and oftentimes you find super geniuses. They have issues with communication because they're so hyper-focused on one thing. So if you get Asperger's or sometimes they have, when they have the savant, along with Asperger's, they are geniuses in one area or maybe multiple. But they still, the common theme is that they struggle with social communication yes. and social cues. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, because they're very smart, very smart. Lock into lock into something, and just can it,
1: tell you everything about e- it exactly.
0: Yeah. But then when it comes down to um a, a group of people in a room, or they 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 become sheltered. Then
1: yeah, it's a, it's an uncomfortability because it's a so it is a social um, delay. So, and, and this is for people when, when you see the person who may be a little bit awkward or this is for people who don't even have that developmental delay there. and just may be socially awkward. It is just, you know, and with people who um, have a developmental delay, it's intensified because that part of your brain does not work in a normal fashion. So you have to be taught to socialize. You have normal cues that we may get. So if someone looks at you, you look back. Someone who has autism may not make eye contact. Those are the common cues with with babies: are they not making eye contact, or they they don't understand facial expression? Right. And there's because there's that they don't that part of their brain isn't functioning properly.
0: Wow. Yeah. That that man. How do you man you? <laughs> You just, is it all up there? You got you got a, another brain, uh, extra storage, huh? <laughs> yeah,
1: you well, know, you know, if they want to call you an expert, you better be an expert, right? That's I mean, right. for me, it's just interesting. I love it. I worked for, with children um, with autism for many, many years. And so, um, you know, for me, it's just really about educating. Right. A lot of the time when it comes to mental health, People don't want to talk about the good stuff. They want to talk about the love and the relationships and how to get a man, how to get a good wife, how to make your marriage last, versus the dark side on that. Right. But I am interested in the dark side because that is what ruins the relationships. Yeah, people talk about how to get them, but how do you keep them?
0: Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, you know, I wanna, um, I wanna ask you this too, man. I could talk to you all day um man this I, I wanna ask you do you do you feel your expert opinion do do you feel like um reality t v is destroying people no you know, I okay. think
1: reality TV shows you what, what was going on in your neighbor's house when you heard the screaming in the dishes and then you walk outside and they are holding hands. Reality TV just shows you what was going on next door.
0: Right. Right. I, I, I People
1: destroy that. relationships. We destroy our own relationships and now we just have, we can just turn on the TV and watch it versus knocking on the door and say, hey, can you guys keep it down? We just... It
0: turn on television, right? Do <clears throat> excuse me. Do you think that it's being directed that way to display be, because that it um, can enhance ratings or whatever? Because we, it's a lot of healthy shows on TV, but majority the the the, the stuff that's being personified is is the the fighting and 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 the um, you know it's it's just like it's no it's no restriction now even on regular tv now it's just so it's like wide open right now things you wouldn't have never saw you know on tv now it's it's like every every time you turn the tv on it's it's some form of um you know they they're, they're fighting yeah they're fighting over here these girls got together they're fighting uh, why is that being displayed more than showing um the girls together they 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 had a good time or displaying um showing how they you know, building their brands, um you know, something to educate it's it's not that. It's always they're together, they met at the restaurant, they're you know a couple chairs about to get thrown, they're about to fight. Um why is that being shown more? Well it's glorified. People like drama.
1: People like drama and i think that producers do plant things in you know plant a seed Mm -hmm. but you gotta order the seed to make it grow
0: that's right
1: these people want their check you paying me a hundred a thousand dollars three hundred thousand some people getting paid a million dollars an episode to throw a chair line me up to throw a chair you know it is about it the thing is is that and often you got to think a lot of times when you look at the history of some of these people, they come from rough places.
0: Right, so, absolutely. So it's,
1: so it's like, I might have been throwing a chair in my own house and getting unpaid for, struggling. All the system can't pay my bills. You're going to pay me $100,000 to throw a chair? I was throwing it at home anyway, for free.
0: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for free? Uh, for free. Right, Off the top, you right. don't see a lot of very people who have like myself because in the end in the long run for me no money can can take I, I'm over a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt so my career and, and what I've done can never be taken away from me so I would never do something like that because in the end it would take away from my career uh, absolutely. but but the difference is is that if I if this was something that I was struggling with at home and, and there are households that are very volatile. You, every time you come around the table for a Thanksgiving dinner, there is a fuss. Right. So if I was, it, had, I, had it been something like that for me, I you would be on TV doing the same thing. Cause here's the thing. Now it's entertainment. People love it. Not only am I getting paid tons, I get support from community and, it, it helps to boost me to be able to live a certain life so there is a sacrifice but i think that the sacrifice is greater for people who had le- who has a little bit more to lose ah uh, well and finished. and again it's entertaining no one wants to see people kumbaya they don't you can go to church for kumbaya on tv i want to see ratchet fight because guess what? That is what's entertaining. That's what we're tweeting about. Those people have far more followers than P.D.J.
0: You know you what? Know? That's absolutely that. That is so so true. Because it, you know, me me and a um, coworker was talking about that the other day, and and um, we're saying like, you know, you can post something inspirational, and. Um, you know, somebody might repost it, or somebody—you know—you might get a few likes or whatever. But if somebody posts a fight video, it could be two kids, two, two kids punching a, a teacher in the mouth, and 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 it's it has a million views.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Why are we resharing that? Like,
1: because it's entertainment, and we are creatures. You know, same way you look at when you look at. The Animal Channel or you know these Discovery Channels. How often do, do they show a, a mama cub cuddling? No, they show two lions going at each other.
0: Absolutely.
1: It is about the rawness. It, I, I, my my publicist said to me, "You want to you you would have had a show had you had you been fighting, but you're a therapist and you're educating and you're giving and you're and you're providing knowledge, so it's going to take you a little bit longer, right? Because again." <laughs> It is most people, and even I'm guilty of it. I mean, I follow a lot of inspirational, right. but in the end, I would tell you, I turn every now and again to the show, and I might say, oh, after a while becomes a little bit too much for right, me. I right. don't follow those on social media, but every now and again, I'm definitely turning to watch a good shade thrown. And yeah. again, these yeah. are, this is what is getting people on top channels, on Bravo, VH1, the loving hip-hop franchise. Right. They're not, they're, not, they're not pulling your doctor. They're not getting your therapist. They're getting the one that's going to be ratchet. Right. Because that's what sells.
0: You're absolutely right about that. Right. <laughs> we
1: going with what sells, right? right. We're not right. putting the long dress from head to toe at the front. At the front, we're putting the mini dress that drops off the shoulder, low cut all the way to the navel. Because that's what's going to sell. The long gown is in the back.
0: Right, right. Let me ask you this too. Um what do you what 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 are your thoughts on the um the Bill Cosby situation? Is there a mental problem there?
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think there is not just that there's a male problem, I think there was a generational problem, I think there's a systemic problem. Before women had no voice, there were not laws against this. So oftentimes, you could hit your wife, you could rape your wife. There was no such thing as wife rape before. Right. There was so women were considered property, and and there were not repercussions. There were not consequences for this. And so when when you when, when there are no consequences, <laughs> there are no laws in place. How do you regulate? How do you know what's wrong if back in the day a twenty seven year old man can get get a thirteen year old, have marry her, have tons of children. Now there's laws in place to say that's statutory race. Right. And that's against the law, but before there were no laws. And so with with the Bill Cosby case, he's older. And and, and I think that now moving forward, there'll be a lot more people and men speaking twice on their behaviors because they know there'll be a consequence. See, uh, before when there's no consequence, we do things willy-nilly, there's no consequence. Absolutely. So, so if there's no consequence, I see this, everyone's doing this, men are being raised to have multiple women. This was before the black love movement, it was have multiple women, three with multiple women, that's why you have a lot of fatherless children, because they were raised and brought up to be the player versus the provider. Ah. Uh, wow. And it it's unfortunate.
0: It, it really, really is. Are, are you married?
1: <laughs> I have not married.
0: Now, I want to ask you, is that, is, is that by choice? Because you are very very mind powerful is that a is, is that a choice or, or or is that a threat to um, most men that approach you or because I know you get approached all the time
1: I would say that I don't know if it's a threat maybe it could be a threat because I don't ask how. <laughs> I don't ask. However, I choose to be single because relationships require a lot of work. Absolutely. And when you're in a relationship, you cannot be selfish. Some people do. And then it, and it, and it ends. For me, I choose to put my energy in any extra time. That I have. If I want to work 12 hours at the office, I don't have to come home and, and do a Friday night date night. Absolutely. If I want to be at my office, I make sure that my in and I'm married to my career at this time, once I've reached my end goal, then there'll be room for someone else to come in and, and for me to be able to devote time and energy to another person because relationships require selflessness and, and I don't want to do that and so I am consciously making sure that the only thing that I date is my career Absolutely. That is the only that's the only part
0: that's going to be a part of my life right now. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, for um, all of the listeners and um, the fans, that's all tuned in. Um, if they want to reach you, get in touch with you, need some advice or um, anything, could you put your platforms out there um, for them to be able to reach you?
1: Yes yeah, so for everyone who is looking to reach me or want some services you can reach me on my website at www.marginacarter.com and at m a r g e n a carter.com you could also reach me on Instagram and Facebook at margina carter it's margina with an e people not an i mm-hmm. margina com. you could also reach me on Twitter at CarterCare.com. care therapy and that is my private practice name. You can also Google Carter Care Therapy and you'll um you'll reach me at all different avenues. And if folks have some issues and they would like to chat about some things, call into your local stations. Request that I come in and chat. Sometimes it it makes sense when you hear it through the radio versus calling in.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I don't know if, um, are we friends on Instagram? We, we may be
1: now. I looked for you and I couldn't, and I couldn't find you, but.
0: I gotta find you.
1: Yes, I looked for, I looked for you, but I, but I could not find you. Um, I, we I will find you again or I, I will look to find you. find you again if you want to email me or if you yes. want to find me and send me a request, you can, but I could not, I could not find you. I put in the name and I'm like, how many guy
0: podcast is there? I <laughs> uh, look, you you uh, you're going to have to come on my show again. We have to do this again cuz it's so much stuff to talk about. I, I I would like to um get you back on here um sometime in the future. I know you'd be so busy. And I I'll, I'll talk to you um go through the proper channels and and try to get you back on, but can you come back on my show please?
1: Yes, I would love to. Um, I am here for all the listeners. I am here to educate. That is my goal. The more people I reach, the more people I heal. It is. It is important for people to understand, and, and people want to understand. And that is. That is why I do this. And I will one hundred percent come back and offer um, any mental health advice and support to your listeners. Again, because it is about understanding. If you understand, then you can save a life. And for those out there struggling with a mental illness or know someone who's struggling with it, please get help. Call a therapist. Seek help. Call a friend. It's important. If you get help, then you can save a life because mental illness is real. It's not, it's not a them thing. It's a us thing
0: absolutely and the next thank you so much and the next time you come on i want to um we're going to do some call-ins we're going to let um i would like to let people be able to connect with you and and be able to ask you a couple questions when i have you um on the show again i want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule i am truly grateful for you and i'm wishing you many more blessings and so much love
1: well, thank you so much, and yes, have them when, when we do the calling. You, the lines officer, the look—they're like I got all these questions, and so yes, because they're not people out there who who even want to deal with the minor like i don't want to deal with that but i do and so yes thank you so much i'll come back anytime 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 i appreciate you so much and you have a wonderful new year
0: thank you my queen you do the same thing it's the vibe show podcast with your boy kano the don and the lovely margina carter thank you so much